It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Ice cream-loving squirrel treated to daily cones with nuts. Am I the only one who realized this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Well, it's Kevin's news. It's brought to you by the Barton Boys. But luckily for all of us, including Kevin, he doesn't have to do the news this time around. Yeah, it's true. We have bigger news yeah, than the news. Absolutely. We don't need your news when we have Shane Prophet on the phone, everybody. I love this. Yeah, Shane Prophet. Oh, oh no, 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 don't stop. brother how are you man i'm great how are you doing oh real real good what are you up to this morning anyway man i uh this this sounds redneck as as probably as it gets but i'm actually riding around looking at dove fields to hopefully hunt tomorrow morning (laughs) you think that sounds redneck huh (laughs) i mean yeah i mean yeah (laughs) hey and to top it off this morning, I made myself, before I left the house, a fried egg and fried bologna sandwich. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is, uh, that's a delicious combo awesome. right there. Yeah. Oh, You're not messing around. So no, so- just, no, no sauce on that? Yeah, I mean, I put some Duke's mayonnaise on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Duke's uh, mayonnaise. And then the trick is, you got to get your bologna about an inch thick for it to be really really good so do you just like stack up like a multiple pieces of it or do you have some sort of special inch thick bologna that you're keeping to yourself you can get a whole bologna chub okay <laughs> this is these are things i didn't this know is, i never you can get heard a whole that. bologna chub that is insane <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you can get you can get like so i have i have this smoker i really like smoking meat and uh like the other night, I made a I made a whole Boston butt, and uh, you I, I get these like whole bologna chubs, and put, and put them on the smoker too, and it's really good. No way! <laughs> this is this is insane. I also had never heard of a whole Boston butt, but I see the picture of it now. It looks good. Yeah, man, it's 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 really good. And the thing is, so it's like fifteen pounds of meat, and we're like, I mean, dude, sixteen months ago. I was the guy that cut the grass in the medians of the road, so I was, I, I mean, I was making like eleven and a half dollars an hour. Right. So I learned, I learned all these little tricks that save money. Yeah. And so you can get a whole Boston butt. It's like, it's literally like fifteen to eighteen pounds normally, and they have them on clearance all the time over here at the Piggly Wiggly for like, and I think I paid twelve or thirteen dollars for this. 15-pound Boston butt. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. 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 How, well, did you obviously like to cook. Oh, I love it. So what, love it. what do you do on the road then? I mean, are you able to, like, bring some sort of smoker or something with you, or do you just kind of put it off while you're traveling? Well, it depends. So if we're in a bus, uh, if we're in a bus, I normally have a little charcoal grill, mm-hmm. and I'll pad out. I'll go to the, you know, the closest um, – meat store i guess and right. try to find like high quality beef 
for me and the crew and uh, pat out some burgers and let it soak for a little bit and pat them out and grill them. There's nothing better than a good charcoal grilled hamburger, I think. Yeah, that's old school. Mm. I love that. Yes. Yeah, dude, it's just something about that charcoal that I really like. But, yeah, I mean, most of the time, you know, catering is – it is what it is, but uh, if I can cook, most of the time I'll try to. I mean, we're talking with Shane Prophet, who's going to be at Nashville North a week from tonight, and you can get your tickets right now for 10 bucks, or maybe just, you know, if you brought a Boston butt, they might let you in. I don't know for sure how that goes, but... <laughs> yeah, you know you always get the thing where people throw stuff on stage to the artist, <laughs> like the thing that you become famous for. If you're getting bologna chubs or Boston butt, that is going to be a rough night. I don't... I don't know if I want chubs thrown at me or not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Jay, why don't you tell Shane Prophet how much you love bologna sandwiches? Oh, man. I am not a bologna guy. I just, I don't know. I know. I don't know what the deal is. Just even as a kid, I just didn't eat it. Just never had is it. Does it, it grosses you out? Uh, it looks like it's not meat. Huh. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Shane. You're we're on the we're on the same team here. Well, let huh. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had souse? I don't know. I'm sure I haven't because I don't know what that is. Okay. So you you said your thing with bologna is it doesn't look like meat, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So souse, you can actually see the pig lips, the pig ears. <laughs> So, no. so that looks like meat, is what you're saying. It, you can see the chunks of, of where it's coming from. Right. Yeah, no, I think I don't want to know. I don't like uh-uh. look, I don't like it to look back at me in any way, shape, or form, Shane. <laughs> it's like, so South is pretty much everything that they don't put in bologna. I see. Oh, oh man. man. I didn't know they didn't it's, put anything in bologna. I'm, now I'm surprised. The bottom so, of the barrel. So, yeah. Yeah. South is like the bottom of the barrel, like throw that throw that dirty hoof in there. Right. Like, let's just grind ground up, you know. So that that maybe was what old Shane Prophet would eat. You know, old mowing the median yeah. Shane Prophet. Hey, so no joke, uh at on Mondays there was a dollar store that I used to work right next to, uh, whenever I cut grass for the city. And on Mondays I would go in there and get a loaf of bread. Uh, some kind of a meat, normally a pack of bologna, and then I would have mustard mayonnaise, and then I would get a bag of, uh, I would get a bag of uh, like Dollar General brand chips, mm-hmm. and I would make a sandwich. And there was enough, there was enough pieces of bologna in that pack, where Monday and Monday through Thursday I'd have one piece of bologna, and on Fridays I'd spoil myself and get the last two pieces out of the pack and put it on one sandwich. Man. You had wow. it down. Yeah. You had it down. And then down one too. night, one night at a sushi restaurant, which, <laughs> right. I, I mean, you yeah. talk all this other food, and sushi, that doesn't seem to fit the Shane Prophet eating. Do you, do you even like sushi? Because your life changed because of a night at a sushi restaurant. Can you tell us that story? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And to answer your first question, the thought of sushi makes me want to gag. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> and I, I don't eat it at all. I was on a first date with a girl I'd never been out with before, and I asked her what she wanted to eat, and the first thing she said was, Shane, 
you know, I really like sushi. And, dude, the whole time, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> oh, I'd gee. never tried it. I, well, I'd never tried it before. I knew it was raw fish and stuff, but, like, I, I, I looked at that as kind of like fishing bait. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so good, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's something I would go catch a stringer full of catfish on. Right, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, anyways, I wasn't going to be like, no, let's just go to McDonald's or KFC instead. So, <laughs> I punched in sushi near me on my iPhone, and we go down the road, and we get to the closest sushi restaurant to where we were. And uh, we go to walk in, and Chris Jansen holds the door for me when we went to walk in. Now... I've been to seven concerts my whole life, and to see Chris Jansen was five of those seven. So I wow. immediately knew who it was, and I was about as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs, and I ended up going up to him, introducing myself, telling him what a fan I was and that I wrote songs. I'd been writing songs, you know, uh, on top of working for the city and playing all these little bar gigs and stuff. And I went up to him and, and told him, you know, how big of a fan I was and that I wrote songs and really just that it would mean the world to me if he would listen to some of the music I'd been writing. And his wife was sitting right there and she spoke up and she said, hey, I'm Kelly, I'm Chris's wife. I'm also his manager and I'm also a music publisher. Is that a receipt you're holding in your hand? I'll write my email down on it. And you can send us some songs and you have our word, we'll listen to them. Well, in Tennessee, I was taught I better say yes, ma'am, and yes, yes, sir, no, sir, all that. So I was like, yes, ma'am, that'd be great. Thank you. Well, Chris immediately looked at me, and he said, did you just say yes, ma'am? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, I like that. Pull up a chair and talk to me. So I did, and literally, we sat there for over an hour, and we talked about hunting and fishing and anything you could imagine we talked about it, right? Well, on top of that, fast forward uh, an hour later, I get out to the truck, and I hadn't even pulled away yet. I get out to the truck, and I send this email of some songs I'd written to that email his wife had given me. And uh, at the bottom of the email, I said, if you ever need anything, just give me a call, and I wrote my phone number down at the bottom of the email. Well, fast forward two weeks later, I'm weed-eating in a ditch in Columbia, Tennessee. I was still working for the city. It was like a Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock. I felt my phone ringing in my pocket when I was weed-eating. I looked at the caller ID, and it said Chris Jansen. I answered it. He goes, hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm at work like most people. It's a Wednesday morning. <laughs> and, uh, he goes, well, I want you to go put your two-week notice in. I want you to come out and open for me on tour. That's, and that's, exactly that is, how it happened. that's awesome. insane, man. That, that is, is a, awesome. It's a great story. I mean, it, it's a great story on a lot of levels. Uh, maybe my favorite part is not only are you obviously a talented person, you're a great songwriter, singer, but the fact that you're also a good person and that, that you, did, yes. you didn't put on that I want to be a good person because I'm meeting somebody. You just are a good person at heart. Every time we've talked to you, I'm more and more convinced of it and that the the world aligned for a reason, my friend, and it's because you're a good human at heart, and, and that needs to be appreciated. Well, thank you very much. I uh, There's no doubt. It's like it. you look back at everything kind of taking place, and 
you know, it's it's definitely part of a bigger picture. I'm just I'm I'm very very blessed. And I'm it. sorry, this is a wonderful story, but I can't help but ask, what 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 happened with the girl? Okay, <laughs> sure about that. <laughs> So that was our first and last date. <laughs> okay. Well, well that was that, huh? Yeah, thanks, Kev. Winter. That's a shorter story. You know what? Stick to the Christians <laughs> no. one. Yeah, that's no, better, no. Shane. So so the thing is, is uh, on that tour that I was on with Chris, yeah. we had a sold-out show at the Ryman Auditorium. Well, I, I only had four comp tickets, and I'd already given those to my family, right? Yep. So... I go and I buy tickets from a scalper oh. <laughs> and pay quadruple the price of my no. own show tickets. <laughs> For your own and tour. I, yes, and I just I, I put I, I get two tickets and I put them in an envelope and I go and I put them in her mailbox and on the outside of the envelope I wrote, thank you. And just, you know, as a thank you, she can come to the show, you know, yeah. her and a friend, whatever. Yeah. Well, so... I played that show. The next day, I'm on the bus. We're going, I think, to Kentucky. And I'm scrolling through. It was either Facebook or Instagram. Well, I come up on this post. She had she she had the audacity to bring her new boyfriend <laughs> to that show. <laughs> and here I am in the background. They're like, awesome night at the Ryman. And here I am. I, I mean, like, I was on a date with this girl a couple months prior. And now yeah. she's, yeah, it was, it was kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you might have dodged a bullet. Uh, yeah. In the long run, better off, right? Oh, Shane, that, you are the best. We are pumped up to see you next Tuesday at Nashville North. It is going to be, uh, this is a good old fashioned honky tonk and you are going to love it. Yep. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I love, I love coming, uh, Love coming over west, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, dude, good luck dove hunting tomorrow. We always appreciate you. Hey, thank you very much. Y'all, uh, I've been killing quite a few. Go check it out on my Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I will. Yeah, that's right. I will do All that. Right. All, All right, buddy. We'll see you in a week. All right. See y'all. Thank see, dude. you. You got it, man. All right, there you go, Shane Prophet. Not a good guy at all. Just obviously a terrible oh, man, human. Yeah, he's yeah. you can't you can't listen to that guy and then be like, yeah, I don't want to see ten dollars to see him. Next no, week. he's so yeah. likable, Kevin. You, it's worth the ten dollars to just go be in the same room. Honestly, yeah, yeah. And he's a talent, man. He, the kid's good. Yeah, he only started playing guitar like four years ago. It's so silly. Like he's one of those guys that just picked it up late. And is awesome. Yeah, he's going to be the guy who you soon see in an arena, you know, one of the big shows, and go, yep, that's right. I saw him for $10 at Nashville North. So the show's next Tuesday. Get your tickets right this very second. TheNashvilleNorth.com. The big 999 Coyote Country. And here he is now. The big 99 Coyote Country. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Jane and Kevin Show. The Jay and Kevin Show. I'll beat the show in a few minutes here, and we will be giving away some Dutch Bros love. But right now, Kevin, let's do it. Well, the annual survey of the happiest states in the United States of America has come out. Number one is Utah. This is ranked on emotional and physical well-being, work environment, and community, plus your overall environment. 
Okay. okay so community right. and environment. Uh, Utah did very well in work environment and community. They were number one. That's what got them to the number one spot overall. Sure, yeah. 16 for their overall well-being. But then let's go down the list of ways. Where, oh, where do we fall? Idaho, you're number nine. That's Number nine, good. not a bad place yeah, to be. Yeah, Number two for community. Number two for environment. So, solid. Number six for work environment. It's all very solid. I like it. The only, the only bad part, number 30 for the emotional and physical well-being. Huh. That All must right. be Southern Idaho. <laughs> okay. Nice. Right? I mean, that's always tough. Again, this is why we want to have a state where it's just North Idaho and Eastern Washington. Yeah, that would be great. Because work it, on that. It, it's easier. I feel like we fall more into the Idaho thing than we do Washington. Yeah, for sure. Is yeah. all the way down at number 22. Oh. We're 26th for emotional and physical health, number 23 for work environment, and we are number 12 for overall community. See, that's why you know it's not good because that that's not true of Spokane. Spokane is number one for community. I mean, the 12 is still pretty strong. It is. But it's unfortunately weighed down by some of the other stuff. And because I care this morning, I did uh, record... A little video oh and send it to the former producer of the big one uh-huh sean timothy slim widmer oh is there a bad is kentucky not great yeah well, i made sure that he saw where idaho was yeah made sure he saw where washington was That's good yep i made sure he saw where kentucky was oh which is number 46 oh wow why you even live there um they are also number 49. That's about as low as you can go, bud, <laughs> for adult depression. Oh, no. And they are number 48 for adequate, adequate sleep rate. Adequate sleep rate? Yeah, the people aren't sleeping enough, and they're depressed, and he lives there. And I was just like, well, you know, we haven't hired anybody yet, so come on back. <laughs> Haven't heard from it. Imagine that. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Hey, Steven, what's up? Hey, not much. Good morning, guys. How are we doing today? Oh, doing great. Just on my way to Dutch Bros. Hopefully, I, you guys can replenish my account. <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> well, all you got to do is beat Cabot. I mean, how hard can it be? I've done it before, so hopefully I can do it again. All right. All right. I feel good about it. All right. Whoa. Uh, I know. He's he's ready to whoop up on you, Kev. All right, let's go ahead and do it. It's uh, Talk Like a Pirate Day, so it's all about the Pirates. Kevin, we'll see you in 75 seconds. All right, deal. See you, boys. Adios, amigo. All right, so, Stephen, pass if you get stuck. Okay, I've got seven trivia questions in 60 seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, Stephen, Sean Astin and James Brolin. Goonies. Goonies is correct. 
going to tell you right off the bat. Kenny Chesney's pirate flag has the name of his VIP club on it. What's the name? Pass. The 1991 movie Hook. Who played Peter Pan? Pass. Closest to on this. What year did the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland open? I'm on, I'm on the radio. Uh, 2005. Yeah, tell, him to hold, tell him to hold on one second. Somali pirates took over Tom Hanks' ship in what movie? That, what was it? Uh, that was the, uh, no, uh, Captain, yep. oh, pass. Okay. Name one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Black, Black Pearl. And what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. And then we're going to do with Robin Williams as Peter Pan. Okay, all right. All right. Let's see how you did. That was like such a bad timing to pull up to the window. I know. Do you want to, do you want to give a shot? I'm on. This is uh, Patty 99. If I win, I get a $15 Dutch Bro gift card. Do you want to give a shout out to the location you're at? Um, Come on. You got, it's right here. Shadow Airway does. <laughs> okay. Oh, Airway. Okay. What's up? <laughs> Hold on for a second, Steven. Steven is like running the show. He's like junior producing. He was like, she was asking him for his yes. order in the middle of the game. And he goes, oh, gosh, I'm on the radio right here. I mean, it flustered him and he still did pretty good, Kevin. But oh, my gosh. He did. That was funny. Uh, all right, Kevin, are you ready? Uh, I think I am ready for the action. <laughs> Kevin, Sean Aston and James Brolin were teens in this 1985 movie where they searched for pirates' treasure. Uh, uh, I know this. Is that Goonies? Kenny Chesney's pirate flag has the name of his VIP club on it. What is it? Oh, um... Uh, Chestnut. Chestnuts. 1991, the movie Hook. Who played Peter Pan? Robin Williams. Closest to what year did the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland open? Uh, 1999. Somali pirates took over Tom Hanks' ship in what movie? Captain Phillips. Name one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The oh, is Dead Man's Chest? Is that one? What's that pirate's favorite letter? We're out of time on that one. See, <laughs> it's funny. I know you wanted R. I did. I decided to go with C. <laughs> you both said Goonies. Yes, that's Goonies from 1985. That's the movie. Steven answered it before I finished the question. It was ridiculous. Oh, one, wow. One to one. Yeah, one to one. Steven's good at this, it yeah. seems like. Chesney's pirate flag has his VIP club name on it. No Shoes Nation is what it says on the pirate flag. In fact, oh, there's yeah. been one in the studio for about 10 years, Kevin. Chesnuts is great, Chesnuts though. is not bad. Steven passed. No points awarded. Kevin, you take the lead because I technically Stephen got it after the buzzer. He's at this point trying to order coffee at Dutch Bros. The '91 movie Hook. It was Robin Williams as Peter Pan. Two to one, Kevin. Uh, closest to the uh, 
Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, guys, opened in 1967. What? <laughs> yeah, Stevenson, 2005, Kevin, 1999. Kevin gets the point. Oh, that was a cheap point. Yeah, that one was insane. Uh, the Somali Pirates, they took over Captain Phillips' ship. Giving you both giving you both a point on that one. It's 4-2. to two. Black Pearl is, you know, The Curse of the Black Pearl is the name of one of the Pirates movies. So is, what did you say, Kevin? Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest is correct. The other ones would be At World's End, On Stranger Tides, and Dead Men Tell No Tales. I scare you? <sighs> Ooh, scary. Five to three. Uh, Pirates' favorite letter is R, and it's five to four, a victory for Kevin. I feel bad because Steve was literally ordering I too. coffee. He was ordering coffee. That was one of the craziest turn of events. Let's see. Let's see what kind of coffee he got. Yeah, what what'd did you, you get, get? Stephen? I, I do an ice chai. Oh, Kevin, and then oh, he does yours. And then he does things. yours. Oh, oh goodness. Man. I, I want him to win so bad. All right, fine. Well, you win. And I had cinnamon and nutmeg at the bottom, so it's like a spice chai. So well, well, now it just Are you like done you're... already? Did you already order and you're done? Well, the thing is, is I go to the Airway Dutch Bros so much, I pull up and I don't even have to order. They know what I'm getting. That is fantastic. Does, do you know any of the people who work there? You probably do, I'm assuming. I assuming. do. I does, do. does Danny work there? Uh, as a little uh, short. She's really, really short. Yes. Yeah. She does. Um, I don't, <laughs> okay, I, I love that. I don't know when she works because I go when I go there. It's, it's sporadic. Sometimes she's there and sometimes she's not. But, yes. Yes. She's okay. been there since the beginning, and she's awesome. She that is, is awesome. If you ever see her, just tell her that Kevin says, "What's up, Big Dan?" We call oh. her Big Dan because. Okay, now it's just getting weird. <laughs> she's awesome. She's an awesome girl. Uh, Steven, hold on. We're going to re- reward you with your uh, complicated oh. almost win. Stand by for one second. That uh, The ordering the copy thing, Kevin, if you could have heard how frustrated it was like, oh, I'm on the radio, and then I'm trying to tell them stories, and this, oh, uh, yeah. she's talking, and it's time to ask questions, and oh, my gosh, complicated. Not as complicated as your copy order normally, Kev, but... <laughs> Coyote Country. Live from Studio C. Good morning. This is the Jay and Kevin Show. Now the chance to qualify for the CMA Flyaway is coming up. That's going to be a great trip. It's two round trip airfares. You get a couple nights in a hotel. And you get tickets to the CMA Award Show, which is always a fun show to go to in person. I mean, you may have seen it on television, but it is just different when you're there. Don't you think, Kevin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love it there. You get the, the one there in the commercials and the... You get to see all the milling around of the celebrities and stuff. It's it's kind of a fun way to it watch is, it. It is very cool to see. And, yeah, like you said, the commercial breaks and the in-between stuff is very fascinating. Because yeah. it's like, oh, wow. On TV, it all looks so slick and cool. And then there's, there's just a lot that goes yeah, into it. The sliding in and out of the stages and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, anyway, chance to qualify for that coming up. It's the Jay and Kevin Show Stat of the Day. Stat of the Day time, Kevin. 19% of people say they enjoy this food even when it's burnt. Oh. Uh, what is the best mm. food that's burnt? Yeah. I was trying to think of all the things that I burn. Like Sausage? one thing that I one thing that I burnt, Josh, man, Jay, that is so good, right? When you 
get a nice little burn going on a sausage. Mm. I bet you that's a lot higher uh, that people like it. Ah, it's so good. I actually prefer it that way. I do too. I, I crunch enjoy to it. that. Oh, that corn maybe so so good. Burn your corn? Well, I mean, like an ear of corn. You know, sometimes you can pull it oh, up the grill. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Has a little bit of that charred sort of. That would be that would be nice. One that oh, I. Oh, got to be a marshmallow, Kevin. It's got to be a marshmallow. Jay, isn't that like every? I don't know. Does it... I'm going to say fifty percent of people like burnt marshmallows. So it's not marshmallow, huh? It's not. No, I'm sorry. It is not a marshmallow. Only nineteen percent of people say they like this. Uh, I'm thinking of things that I burn. I burn Brussels sprouts. I just burn them to a crisp. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Those are so good. Or asparagus, That's, maybe. Yeah, the Brussels sprouts, Jay, like you just, God, you got to get them just so that they're charred. Yeah. And they're just, ter- they're so good that way. They're so terrible normal. I mean, it can't be toast. Please don't tell me it's toast. No. Okay. Thank God it's not toast. I mean, the correct that's... answer is 19% of people say they like this food even when it's burnt. Popcorn. Ooh. Pop. Oh, no, 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 no. I am part no. of the 19%. No. I can tell you I am. Stop. I'm, yeah. I'm a proud 19%er. The smell alone. Ugh. I had one probably two weeks ago. I did a bag of popcorn and... It was a thing where I had put it in before on the popcorn setting, yep. and it popped maybe half the bag. Yeah, that's frustrating. And I was like, well, that was stupid. So this time I was like, no, I'll just do it on my own. I'll put it in for four minutes, oh, and I'll boy. just, you know, which was fine. And it and it really popped the entire time until like the last 12 seconds. And I thought, well, that's fine. It's, you know, slowly popping one, and I'm like, it'll be fine. And it wasn't fine. It burnt in the middle really bad. But the, the problem was... I love the taste of the burnt popcorn, so that wasn't a problem. But it was the bag was smoking so oh, yeah. much because it was a piece that was just burning apparently. Yeah, right. That I I had to take it outside, open it up on my patio, and just let it air out for like five minutes. And I finally grabbed the one black, like the totally charred piece. Yeah, I'm the, not eating that. It's just a chunk, That's hard charcoal. Chunk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I threw the charcoal away, but. The rest of it, like when they're just burnt some, mm, I don't know why I like that flavor, but I do. Burned popcorn got popcorn eliminated from the vending machine at our old building. Yeah. When we worked downtown, the the, uh, management hated the smell of burned popcorn, and apparently the popcorn setting kept burning popcorn. Yes. And finally the guy's like, that's it. If you guys can't pop it anymore, we're not having it. He took it all away. Took away our happiness. So we quit. (laughs) 